Hi, I'm Jamie Bahamas, and let's start talking about them Dolphins. The schedule has been released. Now the hype and the waiting begins. So this week, we're going to analyze the Miami Dolphins schedule and talk about what is the best part and the worst part when it comes to giving them an advantage or a disadvantage. So I always like to end on a positive note. So let's start off by talking about what is the worst part of the Dolphins schedule. So I went through the whole thing and it was exciting. It's just waiting to see how the Dolphins come out and try to go up and top themselves from a 10-win season last season. And we're on to the biggest NFL season ever with the additional game. So there was a lot to choose from. So when we first look at the schedule, there's a lot of things that I started to pick out and said, hmm, that might be kind of tough, but ultimately landed somewhere. So let me tell you about the things that jumped out to me initially but these aren't ultimately what I think is gonna be the worst part of their schedule. It's funny, I think the 2021 schedule makers started with the Dolphins schedule and started off with the 2020 schedules and realized, oh crap, it's the same thing. We gotta change it up because the Dolphins open up once again on the road with the New England Patriots in week one and then go into week two at home with their home opener with the Buffalo Bills, identical to last season. Last season, the Dolphins came out of the gate stumbling against both opponents, starting out 0-2 and being 0-2 in the division. And ultimately, that could have been what kept them out of the playoffs. I mean, you can pick different parts of the schedule, but that was kind of a tough start. So we'll see how they get through that this year. The New England Patriots, we'll see how they look coming out of the gate. They're retooled. They're supposed to be better. But a lot of times when you add some new pieces, it might take some time for you to get it together. But this is a well-coached team by Bill Belichick. They brought in some veterans and Cam Newton is expected to be much better in the second year in this offense. So let's see how that goes. The Buffalo Bills, division winners, expected to build on what they did last year. If you remember that game, the Dolphins hung in there. But the Buffalo Bills did have a lot of injuries at the middle linebacker spot, which the Dolphins took advantage of, but still weren't able to pull it off because they were dealing with injuries of their own in the secondary. So this would be an interesting matchup. So right off the gate will be a test to see if the Dolphins are any better than what they were last year or how much ground they made up on the Buffalo Bills or if the New England Patriots are back in the game. So interesting way to start, but I still don't think that's the worst part of their schedule. Following that up, if I want to build on that, the first four games, actually the first five games for the Miami Dolphins are pretty brutal. So we talked about the first two, then they go into week three on the road at las vegas this was a really fun game last season this is the rematch earlier in the season between these two games the raiders probably still have a bitter taste in their mouth they were stumbling coming down to the end of the season but a win over the dolphins would have kept their season alive at that moment and give them some new hope and maybe inspiration to try to put up a fight coming down to the end that didn't work out the Fitz magic no look pass put the dagger in the coffin for them and it was all she wrote so the raiders will be looking for revenge in this game so we will see how that goes and also for that that's Tua Tungavailoa walking back into his house horrors that was one of the games where he was pulled and i sure that memory is going to be there so if anything Tua is going to have to prove that he's mentally tough this will be one game where he gets a chance to show that Dolphins walk out of that game and go against the Indianapolis Colts, a team that just finds a way to just be right there nipping at the edge, looking to be a team that eventually breaks through, but they've been a very tough out, a challenging team that's been a competitive team for the last few years. The Dolphins have to take them on in week four and turn right around and take on the Super Bowl champs on the road. The first five games are a gauntlet. 
Dolphins come out of the gates slipping up. Season could look pretty dismal early on. Or if they are able to sticky pace or really kick butt in the first five weeks, people are going to really start to pay attention to the Miami Dolphins. Yet, I still don't look at this as the worst part of their schedule, believe it or not. Moving on, the Dolphins are now going back into the International Series. They're going to fly overseas to London to take on the Jacksonville Jaguars, which is essentially a home game for the Jaguars. This is always tough. The NFL is committed to the International Series, which is pretty cool. I think it's great for the fans out there. I think it's great for the game. Logistically, things have been getting better and the NFL has found ways to make this a natural fit into the schedule because long term, we know what's going to happen. Eventually, there will be an NFL team that's not based in the domestic US. So there will be games consistently in London or maybe Mexico or Canada or something like that. So each year when we do these series, it's just trying to normalize the situation and find out and work out all the potential kinks or how this could be something that is part of the NFL. So the thing here is the Dolphins have to leave from playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Super Bowl champs on the road then take the long trip over to London to take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. And typically, usually what we have seen in the past is teams that go on to that trip after they take that long flight are usually rewarded with a bye week following that game. However, the Dolphins come back from the Jacksonville Jaguars game in London and immediately have to go back and take on the Atlanta Falcons in a 1 p.m. game on Sunday to follow that up. That's a tough stretch of games. So we're looking at week seven after the Dolphins have played some very difficult opponents starting out, taking a long road trip and coming back with no relief and going into that game. But I still don't think that's the worst part. And to add on to that is if the Dolphins are licking their wounds by week seven, struggling with this tough part of the schedule, well, they take on the Buffalo Bills in week eight right after that. So no time to catch your breath. And yet, I still don't think that's the worst part of the schedule. So that brings me to, well, what is the worst part of the schedule, Jamie? Well, the Dolphins have a week 14 bye. This is the latest bye that they've ever had in NFL history. The thing here is I just laid out all the reasons why this potentially could be the worst part of their season. The Dolphins take on Super Bowl champions, division champions, playoff hopefuls, teams on the rise, take a trip all the way to London, come back home to take on a team that has one of the most powerful offenses in the NFL to taking on the previous division champion. Like it's a lot to go through. And if you don't have true time to make your adjustments to catch your breath there, the season could be over long before you get to your bye week. And not to mention that the Dolphins in between there that I didn't talk about, which also could be considered one of the worst parts, but I don't think it is. The Dolphins have a short week to get ready for the Baltimore Ravens, a team that's pretty much owned them in recent history. So all those things accounted for though, I still say the bye week placement could potentially be the worst part of the season for them because if they do need to get things back on track, if they are hit with injuries, if they are hit with some unforeseen circumstances, there's no room to really retool or recover or get yourself together in between that time. But the Dolphins are well coached. We have a lot of respect for Brian Flores and I really think that he will find a way to do what he needs to do 
knowing that there is no bye week within the schedule until week 14. So if the Dolphins do stumble, look for him to find ways to get them back on track. But we'll know what this team is made of by the time as they hit the bye week considering it's a week 14 bye week. So now let's get to the best part of the schedule for the Miami Dolphins. And the answer I have for you is going to be a little bit perplexing, but I'll explain. The best part of the Miami Dolphins schedule is the week 14 bye. I know, Jamie, that makes no sense. You just gave me all the reasons why that's the worst part of their schedule. But hear me out here. Let's start with, look at last season. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers were good, not great, throughout most of the season last year. They were trying to get themselves together. They looked beatable. They even hit a losing streak and people said, yep, this is how it works. You can't really just go and bring a quarterback in that's supposed to be the greatest of all time, put some pieces around him and hope they get it together in one year. However, that late bye that they had in the season last year, a week 13 bye if I remember correctly, they went in and never lost a game after that. They got themselves together and went on a roll, right? So that proved that, hey, they had time to look back at the entire season, figure out which pieces were missing. They did enough to stay right in the thick of things coming up to their bye week and then just took it and ran with it after that. So that's one factor. The other factor why I think this is the best part of the season is if you reverse all of the scenarios that I said before. So I talked about how hard the games coming up are gonna be on paper for the Miami Dolphins going into their bye week. But let's think about it this way. The games aren't played yet, they are on paper. What if Miami goes in and dominates those games? What if Miami comes out of the gate and wins both of their divisional matchups against the Patriots and Bills. What if they go 4-0 in the first game? That would be 4-0 in the AFC Conference. What if they come out and have a great showing against Tampa? What if only half of those things happen? The Dolphins are playing a grueling schedule up to the week 14 bye week. So that means it's up to them. If they play great, or even if they play just good through those games and win the majority of them, win some ones that people don't have them expected to pick, then they hit that week 14 bye. They get to look at what worked and what didn't work, but meanwhile surviving all of it. And then you get into what we call the playoff run. So now they go into the final four games of their season where they might potentially be in a situation where they could be leading their division. They could be right in the thick of a divisional race or right in the thick of a playoff race with their final four games before the start of the playoffs. And look at what those four games are. They have a game at home against the New York Chats, who are expected to really hmm, be competitive, but not be much of anything just yet this season. But still, it's a divisional game, could be a little bit of a trap for them, but coming off the bye, that should make things a little bit more special for the Miami Dolphins to go into that. Then they go into the road in the Superdome against the New Orleans Saints. Always a tough place to play, and usually a tough team to play against. But these New Orleans Saints are going to be a little bit different. They're missing that guy, Drew Brees. So at this point in the schedule, they could be a team that's already looking to what they're going to do for next year. We don't know that just yet. We don't know how the new quarterback situation is going to fare for the Saints. So this could either be a really tough matchup still, or it could be a game that the Dolphins are expected to go in, dominate, and win coming off of that. So that's two potentially winnable games coming off your bye going into a playoff stretch. And then we get to week 17 and week 18. 
we have the Ryan Tannehill Bowl, where the Dolphins go into Tennessee to take on their former quarterback and the Tennessee Titans, which has been a team that's been overachieving ever since Ryan Tannehill took over and Derrick Henry out there just mauling guys and making this a very tough team to play. However, let's just say at this point, the Dolphins have retooled, had time after their bye week. They're on a roll coming off that Jets and Saints game. This could be a matchup where it could propel them into looking at them as a serious contender going into the playoffs, depending on how they go up against these Tennessee Titans. So to have this matchup come up off of the bye week, even though it's in the critical stretch of the season, is probably a good chance, a good time for the Miami Dolphins to get there. Also, the weather in Tennessee at this time of year in January isn't probably expected to be too brutal, but it will be enough of a change from the weather in Miami to give the Dolphins a nice tune-up and chance to get ready and prepare themselves for potential road games in situations like this in the playoffs. And then we looked at the finale of the season, week 18, to close out against the New England Patriots, fortunately at home in Miami for the Dolphins. Now this game will be interesting. It would depend on which New England Patriots we see. At this point, the season could be over for the Patriots, depending on how this new look New England Patriots perform. They could be a team that's completely out of it, licking their wounds, but still will be looking to get a win. A Bill Belichick team always shows up and tries to beat you, no matter what the scenario is. But it doesn't matter. If your team isn't good enough, your team can't win the game. So the Dolphins could be looking at an easy out in the finale, especially if they took care of business. This might be a game where they're just trying to wrap up the season and get ready for the playoffs. On the other hand, depending on what New England Patriots show up, this could be a game for the division. This could be a game that surprises everybody where these two are dogfighting it out and winner takes it all. So it'll be really cool to see how this goes, but the benefit for the Miami Dolphins is this is coming after their week 14 bye rolling into the finale, going into the playoffs to make that stretch run. That's why I say that potentially is the best part of their season. To top that off, the Buffalo Bills, who won the division last season, do not have that same luxury. The Buffalo Bills will be playing their final four games of the season without that bye because their bye week is in the middle of the season. Their bye week sits at week seven. Coincidentally, right before they take on the Miami Dolphins at week eight. So we'll see how that actually plays out. But when you compare the two schedules, that's another reason why I say the week 14 bye is one of the best parts of the Dolphins schedule. Because if you look at it on paper, during that same equivalent stretch run of the final four games of the season, Buffalo potentially has some really easy games when you look at them on paper now. So it's even more critical for Miami to be firing on all cylinders coming into the final four weeks of the season. The Buffalo Bills last four games are against the Carolina Panthers, which Buffalo is considered to be the best team right now on paper. Carolina is trying to figure their quarterback situation. They have Sam Darnold. They're going to make a retooled run of it. So we'll see how that plays out. But right now, advantage Bills. Then you have the New England Patriots in week 16. Divisional matchup, never know how that's going to go. Same rules here apply. We don't know what type of New England Patriots we're going to see. This could be a really tough matchup for both teams. So that's probably the hardest game that they have in this stretch. The Atlanta Falcons. Again, Buffalo is the better team on paper, but Atlanta has that potent firepower coming from their offense. And so we'll see how this works out between those two teams in week 17. And then the Bills close it out against the Jets in their final game of the season. Again, Jets not expected to do much. So this could be a potential easy game for the Buffalo Bills finishing it out. 
So when you compare the two teams, Buffalo clearly has the easier schedule in the final four games, so much more important for the Dolphins to be able to get healthy, prepare, and have the team in its best position to make that run to either hold off the Buffalo Bills and the New England Patriots, or either give them a chance to catch them up, or give themselves a chance to remain in the playoff race. So like I said, it was a very perplexing answer, but you can tell now why I say it makes sense, because now it doesn't matter what's on paper. It matters what the Dolphins do with that schedule that's on paper. So that week 14 bye is a blessing and a curse, all wrapped into one, but it depends on what the Miami Dolphins do with it. So that's our show for today. And on talking about them Dolphins, you know we love it when you're talking about them Dolphins. And if you're talking about them Dolphins, you might just get a mention on our show. And this week, we want to go out there and mention our boys out there for Miami Sports Music. They have a new show that airs every morning at 8.30 Eastern Standard Time on YouTube. And that show is hosted by Stephen D and it's called Cock Blockers. And it's an awesome show that covers all things Miami sports. You can go there and hear about the Panthers, the Heat, Dolphins, and anything else going on in the world of Miami sports. And this week, he has a really cool guest lineup. Coming up this week, the guests include Ali, aka Doll Freaky, and Alex Dono of Onside Radio. And on top of that, those guys have a big announcement, so be sure to catch it every weekday on YouTube on the Miami Sports Music Network YouTube channel at 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. That's Cock Blockers, hosted by Stephen D and presented by Miami Sports Music. That's been our show for today, and I'm Jamie Bahamas. And as always, subscribe on your favorite platform so you can keep up with the latest episodes of Talking About Them Dolphins.